Hello there, folks. My name is KC, and welcome back to the Whiskey with Frank podcast. Today's adventure is going to be the adventure of ranch handing. For today, we have a good friend of mine and today's guest, Hugh. He has been working for a ranch hand for not, not too long, but just enough to have a good experience with it. Hugh, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, uh, my name's Hugh. I am 19 years old now. Um, I haven't been ranching uh, for too long, but it's been a really good experience and I've learned a lot. Alrighty, well that sounds like a good start to the podcast and a good introduction. So, let's get this interview started. And my first question I want to ask is, was ranch handing always your dream or did you have something else in mind? Um, I, it wasn't always my dream. It's actually recent, very recent actually, because there are a few things happen that I really don't want to go into, you know, because it's kind of private and, uh, you know, <laughs> not really interested in talking about it. Hey, but that, that's fine, man. That's okay. We, we all go through stuff in our lives, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's a good way. That's a good answer to the question. Um, would you be willing to say what else you had in mind? Um, a career in the military. That's about it. So. All righty. Well, hey, that's a good answer, and I think that you're doing good. So, um, of course, since that didn't work out, I was wondering, what brought you into ranch handing? What was it that drove you to be like, hey? I want to work on a ranch and do some hard manual labor. Yeah, well, you did, actually, because you were supposed to go work out there. And then I was like, huh, maybe I should give that a try. And then I did, and here we are. I'm working out there. It's a really great job. I enjoy it a lot. It's uh, it's really good. It's, it's nice. I mean, I'm glad to hear that it worked out pretty <laughs> well for you. Uh, I was hoping it did. And, well, as we see, it did pretty well. So that's actually good to hear. Um, so, actually, I am curious. What do you think of the other people there? Are there good people over there? There's good people, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're real nice. The, the, the rancher himself is a really nice dude. He's, he's really nice. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I, I do have to ask because I'm a – you know me. I, I like ranching. I like cowboys. I like yeah, westerns. Yeah. Um. Do you ever ride a horse? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I haven't been working there long enough, but maybe, hopefully, one day they'll maybe, be like, "Yo, can you help day. us with the horses? Maybe just for a little bit." I'll be like, well, oh, hey, hey. Hopefully, <laughs> you get to ride a horse. Right I, now, it's cows. So, I you know. want to ride a horse. I've always wanted to ride a horse. And have you branded a cow yet? Actually, not yet. Um, I don't even. I don't think we brand cows. Actually, I Y'all think don't? we tag them. Okay, that works too. I was just curious. We tag them. Because uh, the ones I've seen. You know, they brand them. I think they it's brand their horses, though. They, they definitely brand their oh, they horses, do? yeah. I've seen the horses branded. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's pretty interesting, because I thought that's how they kept track of their cattle. But I guess a bunch of ID well, tag numbers works, too. They don't keep all of their cattle, really. They um, they sell them for whatever purpose oh meat so to it's other more people. investment cattle yes. is what i like to think so they, they tag them so yeah someone else that buys them doesn't have a branded cow so if they're keeping those cows long term they'll brand them maybe. They can, I don't okay know. i see that actually makes a lot of sense because 
I've read into that, and that's a really good industry for those people out there. Yeah. And you make a lot of good money doing that because, as I said, it's an investment pretty much. You invest in cows. You get them to have birth, and you can use that cow for either an investment with meat later on or to sell to other ranchers in cattle auctions, horse auctions, things like that. Do they sell their horses? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I've seen the same horses there for a while. Okay. A, a, a while, because when I was working there in the summer, it's the same horses. So, I don't know. Uh, but they did get a new bull, though. That's what I know. They, they did. Bought, they do, bought a new do, bull. Do they name the cattle? Yes. Do not they? all of them. Well, wh- which but ones the have ones names? That are, uh, so we we've got a calf. It doesn't look like a calf anymore, but it's still a yeah. calf. Uh, her name is Zebra because she has a white stripe on her head and then she is she she has a name because she acts differently from all the other ones she'll knock you around like when you're coming to feed she'll headbutt you and stuff she'll actually let you pet her unlike the other ones because okay. they're little goofy Skitterish. animals yeah yeah that's actually interesting we might have to actually buy a horse we'll see we'll see we'll about see. that we'll eh? see Maybe maybe in the far future we're Very making far future. enough money to buy a horse. I have no money. <laughs> Actually, I am a little bit curious. Um, how much does this job pay? I would think at a little, at least a good bit. It, right? it is. It's 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 a good amount for you know young people like because they usually branchers are older right because they've been doing it for a long time so they need their hands to be a little bit younger. <clears throat> yeah, I mean I I could understand yeah. that. But it's not, it's not insanely good. But it's 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 a good amount. You know, we I get paid weekly, so it's a good amount weekly. So. Actually, that's weekly is already good for a lot exactly. of the listeners yeah. out there. So I bet they already have some piqued some interest with that. Um, so to go on with a few of the other questions, um, I am wondering. Before you started working as a ranch hand, did you have any experience as a ranch hand, or was it sort of just winging it? I was winging it. it I had zero, zero experience. <laughs> you know that that's good because I, I would say, work, you know, working as a ranch hand, you do learn quite a bit. I have learned whether a it's lot about it, cattle, whether it's about horses, whether it's about just doing manual labor, building things, helping repair things. I feel like you'd learn a lot. Would that be a good thing to? Yes, I have learned a, a lot. Like, I don't even remember the stuff that I learned, but I know I learned it, and I remember it, so, you know. Yeah, well, that's good. I, I am curious, did he, did he ever teach you to weld? Not yet. Nah. Okay. <laughs> he said, yo, we're going to go weld, and then we never welded. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, that, that, that's, that's perfectly fine, you know. That's fine. We can uh, we can do that another time. We'll go weld the car door. I don't know. We can figure something out. Well, we were supposed to go weld, like, I don't know. There's, I guess it, it's in the horse pasture, in the front. So it's it's like an awning that got blown away by the hurricane. Oh, okay. They lost I, a lot. I know, they I, lost I know a what lot. you're talking about. Um, which I, I am a little bit curious. Uh, do y'all have to repair the fence a lot? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah. Because they have deer out there. They have a, de- a herd of a very large herd of red stag out there, and they will jump over the fence and it'll topple over it's an electric wire fence right it's the thinner ones around uh, one of the horse pastures and where they kind of mingle with the deer so okay well i, I would say an electric fence is way more humane it's than very, a it's way barbed more wire fence yeah because uh i've heard horror stories 
from them that uh, cows will spook and they'll cut themselves exactly. open on the barbed wire and stuff. Exactly, and you know I've seen that happen. It's not the most fun <laughs> thing not, to do. It's not some, you know, it's, it's not something very fun to deal with either. You, you, you know? experience at least once, and you just gotta, you know, you just gotta go through it. You gotta deal with it. You gotta get used to it. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's Which, not very fun because especially if you. It's a ranch, so it's mo- it's most likely out in the middle of nowhere, right? And so, kind of have to call a spe- uh, specialist to come out there and handle that, unless you know what you're doing, you know. Yeah, well, hey, at least they have electric fences. You don't have to worry about that I too much. No, never. Um, oh, well, there there are a few. There's a few small stretches of barbed wire, but nothing bad has hey, happened yet. Yeah, as long as nothing's <laughs> running into it, that's good to hear. Yeah. Um, so. Of course, and when I think of ranch handling, even now after doing it, and a lot of the people out there, I am. Whenever they think of ranch handling, they think of hard labor, cattle, horses, and things of that variety. Um, is this something you agree with, or do you think there's a little uh, bit more than just cattle that and it, horses? It, uh, for the most part, it is that kind of stuff, but there there is more. So it's not just animals and. Uh, labor, so, so like again with the fences, you gotta maintain everything, go around, make sure everything's fed. Um, cut grass, that's a big thing. You need to cut grass because it, it grows fast out there. They they don't eat the grass fast enough. To uh, in pastures that aren't being used, because we do pasture rotations, right? Okay, so yeah, yeah. so grass can have a chance to actually regrow, because if we just keep the cattle on one pasture just not going to be any grass. Yeah, you you, you got to grow it just enough to where like it covers the cattle, and then you just got to shove the cattle in there and hope for the best. Well, we had just pa- planted ryegrass in a pasture a couple weeks ago, and it's sprouting. So, at some point we're gonna move them over there. Alrighty, so. well, hey, new land for the cattle. Good luck, cattle. I hope. Yeah. I wish you the best. Um, and then another thing, people. Which they tell me a lot when I mention this to them. When they think of ranching, they think cowboys and rodeos. Which, in my opinion, the cowboys I can understand a little bit. It's, but, it's but not there, the, there's not, it's really it's cowboy. It, yeah, it's but not cowboy, the like movie no movie cowboys. Yeah, more not like, like western. I'm gonna shoot you in the face, gonna, cowboy. Right. <laughs> we're gonna talk a little history right here. <laughs> cowboys, for those who don't know, are, are ranch hands. Mostly yeah, ranch hands. They're people who deal with cattle. That's it. They deal with cattle and work on a ranch. And now with, you know, all the movies, people think they're, what, loners who they're, walk they, around they're and They're loners, every, everything. outlaws. See, people think cowboys are outlaws. Cowboys and, are and just Westerners. Hunters, but, exactly. but those are, they're, they're, they're their own category. Outlaws are their own thing, and then bounty hunters are their own thing, and then, like, Westerners, you know? Exactly. They're their own thing. If cowboys were actually, cowboys are just they, they got the lonely part down, yeah, right? They, they used pretty... to travel from like wherever they were raising in Texas, Louisiana to like North Oregon to sell the like cattle ca- in California. And, and stuff. they used they to go for like large months cattle trains at an end. And exactly. Very large. Of course, nowadays it's not like we can just walk across people's property we like that. We can't do that anymore. No. Um, so it's a lot of um, putting them into. I don't even know what you, what do you call those? I guess. No, what do you call those huge things that hold oh, the cattle? Oh, uh, the like the trailers? Yeah, we put them in the huge trailers, trailers and we yeah, just we move just them. Move them. Yeah, and they don't like it. I but feel usually like usually when you sell them, you bring them to a place like an auction house and stuff, yeah. and then they and then whoever buys them 
loads them up on their own stuff and they do their own hauling. Have you been to one of the auctions yet? No. <laughs> Haven't been to a single one. We might need to actually try to do that. I think that would be yeah. kind of fun. Plus, I'm curious to see how much they range, like price range. They probably go for quite a bit if they're making... Ranch hands make a lot of good money from selling cattle. Yeah. So I would think they sell for quite a bit, or at least they sell them in large and numbers. And we don't just do cattle and stuff like that. We have oh, yeah. we got the deer. We've got we do bird hunts. We they do deer hunts, bird hunts. So they do like quail hunts and pheasant hunts. Right now we're moving on to the pheasants, but they're a little bit hard to get our hands on right now this year. Only this year because after the hurricane and freeze. It's just real bad, but we, we we have no problem getting quail. So, which um, those pheasants? I hate hunting pheasants. I tried it. I hate dealing with them. They they yeah. scratch you. It it hurt. it's so bad. You get into right. We have them in a cattle trailer with chicken wire around it, right? So they can't get out. So you get in there and they start flying around. And shit, it's it's a lot. It's right. a lot. See, I remember going over there to hunt, and they would uh, they're just. You know, okay, with. first of all, you don't know where they are. Yeah, so you don't have no idea where they are. And so they bring dogs up there, and they pretty much the dogs they will go up to them. They have their own dogs, or if it's a self-guided person, sometimes they'll bring their own dogs, and sometimes they'll ask for a dog. So. Yeah, but they would, uh, you know, they'd have their dogs, and they would to the pheasants, and then pretty much you would go over there, try to kick them out of their hole, and then hopefully you were fast enough to pick up your gun, turn, and fire without hitting anyone else shooting with you. And that is extremely difficult when they're just flying randomly well, and going right usually, across if there's other enough, people's paths. If there's enough people, like how many people do you hunt with? When you, did you hunt with? I mean, when I, when I did it, it was three, including me, and we had okay, one on so one side, one on another, and one in the middle. Usually what they tell you to do, and if you've done this for a while, you'd know. I'm not saying that you don't know. No, you're you're not, good, I'm you're not good, being a... You're fine. You're not fine. being mean or anything, but uh, you have your own little funnel. Yeah, no, that's what you did. We had our own funnel. Okay. But that funnel was completely disregarded Oh. by all of us. So it made it much more fun <laughs> when people were swinging around their guns. I tried my best, but when that thing, when that pheasant flies out and it's going so fast and it's so close. They don't always go up and over. They, they, sometimes no, they fly they like low. right in front of your face. Sometimes they go low. And they're so close that it looks like they're going so fast. So you just swing and attempt your best to fire. And it usually, most people don't hit them. It's really hard to hit a pheasant. Yeah, well, so. how close were y'all following y'all's dogs too? Pretty close. I, I don't even, it's been too long. Well, but They're uh, like right in front of your face. And it must have been I mean, you'd have to do that and then you... Well, the dog would point him out, and then we'd go up to it, and we'd like poke it, poke it with a stick <laughs> to get it to fly away, and then try. You think the best. dog's supposed to spook them? I don't know. Sometimes the dogs do, but sometimes the dogs just stare at them, and none of them move. They just look at each other as if they're waiting for I, something. I, I, I don't know because I, I never. I'm not really. I don't, I'm not. A, I don't do any guiding. Yeah, you yeah. Know? They have their own people for that. Which, by the way, just for this ranch in particular, they also train the dogs as well. They, they do, will. Yeah. You can give them a call, and they will train your dogs to hunt pheasants and stuff like that, which I thought was pretty cool. That's what made me go into the ranch at the first place because I wanted to train the dogs. I thought that would be cool. Be like, you know, in the future, train my own dog and be like, hey, I need you to go track this down. Give them a, you know, like like in those movies where they like, here's this piece of cloth. Go Smell hunt down go the find them. Exactly. I thought that would be pretty cool, but I don't know how to train a dog like that. That's a bit different than training it for pheasants and quail yeah 
Well, um, either way, um, I was also wondering, do y'all do uh, rodeos, or is that sort of not y'all's thing? I don't think it's our thing. I think there's certain people that do that. Uh, I don't think it's us, though. Do you ever want to do a rodeo? Like, you ever want to try to ride a bull or a bucking no, horse? Not really. Maybe the horse, but, you know, bulls are kind of... I think I would agree. Uh, I would rather do the horse way over the bull. Um, they're way heavier than horses. Bulls are way heavier. And they're meaner. They're, they're mean. mean. Not our bulls. Our bulls are pretty tame. Cause, well, I guess because they... You, you ever put a red flag in front of it? You ever seen what's happened? No, I don't, think, I don't think that's how it works. Our, our, it's our, not. Our, it's totally not. I, I but everyone red, believes like how, that's how it works. The flannels I wear out there are red sometimes. Say, so everyone believes that's how it works. That's not how it works. I don't know where they you got You don't that. really put a red symbol and they freak out. No. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's how it is with hummingbirds, though. If it would, if that was how it works, there'd be a lot more people who would have fallen and died. from uh, bulls than uh, than most other deaths in the country. So, mm. alrighty, well, uh, now we've sort of passed the cattle and what they do, and so I was wondering, when you work on the ranch, how do you feel? Do you enjoy it? Like, what's the? How do you feel? feels great. It really does. Because when you finish doing one project, you're like, man, that was that was pretty hard. But you look at this. We got it finished, and it feels really good to do it. So, and, uh, so you tell me you finish a project. You called me the other day, and you're like, bro, I've been folding tarps all day. <laughs> no, it wasn't all day. It wasn't all day. It wasn't I know, but day. at the point you called me, that's what you were doing for the majority of your time. One, so you like called we did it, me. You, I did? I can't even me. remember. I can't even remember. But all you did is tell me, bro, I'm folding a lot of tarps right now. No, it wasn't the fact that there are a lot. It was these giant tarps, and I was the only one out there folding them. So, you know. Hey, at least you know you can fold some pretty good laundry if you ever needed to. No, you know? not really. It's, it's perfect practice. I if just you throw can my fold, laundry in the If you can fold a big tarp, you can fold some laundry. That easy, boys. Nah. Either way. Well, that's good to hear that you feel good working on the ranch. It feels like an achievement whenever you finish something. Um, so I did want to get into, do they serve you food? Um, they don't serve, well, lunchtime, um, sandwiches most of the time. And every once in a while they'll have leftovers from the night before and then I'll be like, oh okay, yeah. Okay, but they, they cook you the food, yeah? Yeah, and then sometimes okay. when, uh, when he, when he, when the rancher goes out of, uh, leaves the ranch to go get some, some, like feed or something, he stopped at like a, like McDonald's or something and he'd bring us back McDonald's. Oh, I gotta get that, uh. <laughs> Middle of the country McDonald's, you know, yeah. Ace of Spades McDonald's. That's what we're gonna call it, Ace yeah. of Spades McDonald's. They actually get the orders right, unlike Urban McDonald's. Hey, that's good. That's good to hear because I never get my McDonald's order right ever. 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 Although they do make some good biscuits and gravy in the morning. I don't know. So shout yeah, out to I, McDonald's I for their biscuits and gravy. I think I think their uh, their ice cream machine isn't always broken either. So you know. <laughs> hey, well, that, that, that that's a bonus right there. <laughs> I I wouldn't know. He never brings back. It's just lunch. And stuff. You gotta ask him, bro. Hey, <laughs> Yo, I'll pay you an extra dollar for some ice cream. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> well, I was wondering, uh, what 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 do you think ranching has done for you, like? Do you think ranching has changed your life in a good way? Yeah. What has it done? I've learned a lot, uh, not only about ranching, but about myself, too. You know, it's like, yeah, I you have a lot of time to think when you're working uh, on a ranch uh, out in the country and stuff. You got a lot of time to think. Well, well, hey, that's the entire point of living in the country, you know? Yeah. You get to think. You get to ponder. You get to, you know, have a better realization of what's going on in your own eyes, you know? 
and everyone's views might not be the same. But in the end, everyone gets to the ponder when they're in the country. They get to see what really is out there, whether it's a barren desert or plains or a whole forest full of trees. Like, there's so many things you could go do out in the middle of the country. So many different types of countries you could go to, such as mountainous regions, said forest, you have plains, you have cattle. You can pretty much do whatever you want to. Like, I've seen, you know, you can shoot whatever you want out there. I I say, okay, you can shoot whatever gun you want. You can't, like... Shoot that's just coming from like people like me, me and you, because that's what literally just all we do when we go out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, when you have the time to do up there, you think you try to do new things, you try to do old things, traditions like campfires are always nice. Yeah. Um, good huge dinners, good huge breakfasts, pancakes, um, spicy pancakes. <laughs> if you're spicy. into that, uh, yeah. I have a friend who's into spicy pancakes for some reason. Um, you can do, uh, you can just have a lot of fun, whether it's mud riding, just walking the trails. You know, it's a whole nother experience compared to urban lifestyle. It is. And yeah. I, I do live here in town, so it's a nice change of exactly. pace to, when to you go, go out there and work. Exactly. When you live in an urban lifestyle for the most part of your life. All of my life. Exactly. And then you try to go into this country, it's such a freeing experience, I feel it like. Is. You feel it's so really nice. Free is a good way to put it. Um, so when it comes to ranching, are there any movies you think give a good representation of ranching? I don't really know any movies. Uh, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I wish I did because I, I am a really big fan of westerns and stuff. Okay, then we'll talk westerns instead. That's pretty, you know, like we said, it's not close at all, but hey, we're on a ranching. We're talking about ranching today. We'll do a little bit of western stuff. What are some westerns you like? Uh, well, I uh, the other day I actually uh, watched a new one, um, uh, Outlaw. Josie Wells? Wells. Yeah. Okay. And that I really, is. I really enjoyed it. It doesn't really have that much rant, but at, toward the end they they get to the ranch and uh. Yeah, those. yeah, and the Outlaw Josie Wells for those who maybe are into western movies he had or a ranch maybe too, at the beginning too. He did. He did actually. Or for those who like aren't really into Western movies, give the Outlaw Josie Wales a try. It's not it's a good Western, but it's not like those spaghetti westerns. It's not yeah. like staying in the same town. You travel across from I think is it Mississippi or Alabama? I can't remember. Uh, but you travel from there all the way to Mexico and you get to see all these different landmarks. Actually, I think uh I think they started in either Missouri or Kansas. We'll have to look this up later because we named four different places and we really don't know. <laughs> well, it but takes place right. like right after the Civil War. So it does. It takes place right after the so. Civil War. There's a good di- you know, division between the nations. And it's just this good story about this person who, you know, he gets his family destroyed. But then... It was a bunch of Union soldiers. Yeah, it was. It, it, so his family gets destroyed by these... Um, but desecrated legs. Union soldiers. They're not very... Not very nice people. They're not good people, you know. They're a bad band of Union soldiers. And they come in, and they, you know, burn his house down and do some other things. That we really shouldn't talk exactly. about. Exactly. Um, 
And then, but he doesn't know who it is. All he knows is the boots he wears, which are like legs. a red, they, they red, had the red chaps. Yeah. They had red chaps on. And throughout the movie, you see him trying to find this person, and then, but you also see him gathering other people to support his cause, and sort of in the end, having a fan, a new family that's just as good as his original. If because he had joined the much. Confederates, and then. Uh, yeah, he well, joined really a disbanded Confederate yeah. like group, and, then that was and their entire thing was hunting down that Confederate group because all their families got destroyed by the dude in the red chaps, and it just goes on from there. And it's this really good story. It's a, it's, really it's a little story. bit of a long movie. It's like three hours. Yeah, it's like three hours, but it's worth giving it a try if you like a long journey. If you like a good, you know, seeing someone get destroyed and then building themselves back up in a better way. It's a you know, give it a shot. Right, any other movies? Not really. Not really? Hey, that's I okay. I think of, but later on the line, I'll probably see something. I'll be like, yeah. Hey, that's perfectly fine. And then, so, as our last question of the night, um, there's a lot of people out there who might want to try ranching, as whether for money, for just the experience of living in the country for a little bit. Who knows? So I was wondering, is there any advice you can give to those people out there who want to try out ranch handing? Well, first off, if you want to, if you want to commit yourself to this, it, it, it's a, it's an all gas, no brakes kind of thing. You gotta, like, go into it and be like, okay, I'm gonna commit myself to this one thing, you know. Yeah, but uh, advice though, uh, along the lines of that is, you need to, you really have to be patient in this line of work. It, if you're starting from the ground up, it, it's gonna take a while. It, it will it will take a, a while. <laughs> yeah, and of course, for those out there, give a call to, if you have a local branch or someone like that you know, give them a call and be like, hey, you know, be honest with them if you have no experience. Tell them, hey, I have no experience, but I'm willing to try. I'm willing to learn whatever you need me to do, and I will learn and I will do it to the 100% my best. And who knows if you get an offer... Well, there you go. Give it a shot. See what you like, and have a grand adventure doing it. Uh, and also, don't. It's not always. It's not really all about the money. Don't do it for the money, right? It, it's more do it for yourself, right? Yeah. I agree. Do it. You know, if you need money, you know that's fine. We get it. You need money. You know? it, it's a good job for that too. But also, when you're out there, you know, think things through. Think about what you really want to do. You have. You know, you may not have much free time, but you have a lot of time in your head to think about things while you're doing this work. So it's a good place to just get out and explore, meet some new people, and just have a fun time doing it. Well, to all those people who gave a listen to this episode, I appreciate it very much, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Hugh, would you like to say something? Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, it's been a... It was a really nice experience. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. I, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed listening through to your stories and having a fun time on this podcast episode. Well, as, as I say again, I appreciate y'all listening, and have a good night. That'll be the end of our Whiskey with Frank podcast episode on Ranch Handing.